0: Forever, Dog.
1: <laughs> I said, I said, here's the thing. I feel like I didn't learn U.S. history correctly.
2: Oh, absolutely.
1: First of all, the way that they teach it, not great. Not great. It should be more exciting. I feel like history is more exciting than it is when it's taught in school. I like watching documentaries.
2: It's the reason it's not as exciting in school is because because in school it's like rate if someone knows history and it's if they know names and dates. And so <laughs> so history is a memorization. Yeah. Yeah, it's just all memorization,
1: and it's memorization of like things you don't care about.
0: Yeah, and also so tricky because, like, you know, we learn the history from, like, the victors, so the history is so skewed anyway. So, I don't know, man. I feel like I was learning about stuff, like, in American history in high school, and my teacher was, like, a woke white woman, so she was like, I'm going to tell y'all the truth about what's going down. But I also went to, like, a private school, so there's no way you could do that in public school. Just be like, listen, what what did DeSantis say? Slaves were voluntary. Was it voluntarily displaced or something like that? Did y'all hear that term? Why are you bringing this up? <laughs> uh, are we talking about Why history did today? Did they at least say? <laughs> did they at least say in involuntarily displaced? It was like no, 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 no. I don't even know if it was. It almost sounded like. Hold on, wait. I gotta find.
2: Is it this now. the crossover with slavery as a choice, or was that Kanye West? That Kanye said that.
0: This is this okay. the racist white man. This is this is the racist white man. It was like it was like okay. I don't want I don't want little white kids hearing that their ancestors were slave owners. And I was oh, like, oh right,
2: yes,
1: yes. I was like, what you yes. what you mean? What you mean? They don't want them to hear it, bruh, Yeah. Bruh, what
0: they don't want to hear it? I was like, bro, we talk about like look, man. I just hung out with my relatives and one of my one of my uncles. And forgive me, I'm not sure if he was in the navy or the air force, but he was. What an egregious statement. Because he was a pilot, but I'm not sure because his job, like he was one of the people who weren't necessarily flying the planes, but he was the one like jumping out, but he was still in the air. He was. It's probably in the Air Force. Yeah. See, that's what I thought, but then watching the movie, I get confused of like what's considered Air Force and what's considered uh, Navy. Well, the
1: Navy, the Navy pilots are launching off of battleships. Ah. And they have to land the planes on the battleships. And typically. Those are bomber planes and not,
0: uh, not fighter yeah, planes.
1: They're not like they're not going
2: to be the planes. Why is that? Is it because you the, they trying to keep the bombs in the ocean? You know what I mean? Like for store, is it a is said, that is the, is the it a storage that, issue? <laughs> yeah, it's like, is it but is that the reason that? that's where that's designated to i'm just trying. why is that the designation no
1: it's so that it's so it's because we can have more it's because we can have ships because international waters you can be anywhere in the water you know just off the coast of a lot of different places any place we want to bomb
2: okay and
1: (laughs) you know as opposed to having an airfield in like another country right right you know yeah Mm. so it's like so we can Launch bomber planes from different parts of the of the world with the with the battleships, especially it when it feels uh, seemingly like a storage thing, just like a little bit. <laughs> it is kind of a storage thing, I guess. I no, 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 it's not like it's more about it's more about you know how quickly they can get the bomb to the place they sure. want to drop it.
0: Uh, right, okay, okay.
1: right, right. He's
0: but not. Right. Sto- that's not storage. I mean,
1: <laughs> it's a little less. You know, like now they have like, you know. Ballistic missile, like you know, intercontinental yeah, ballistic and you can, missiles that we can launch from any. We can hit. Right. We can pretty any, much hit anywhere in the globe yeah. from the U.S.
0: That's right. insane. That's insane. Yeah. And the the
1: The thing is, like. The Korean War, I definitely didn't learn about. We learned so much about World War II, and like we learned like all these battles and the names of, and I forgot a lot of it, but like we learned all these general names and like the names of like different battles and like how many people died at battles. Like, it was like, it's insane, like the the level of detail we learned about World War II, and then they were like, Korean War, Vietnam War, we're, we're not talking about it at all. <laughs>
0: We were were the bad guys, right? Isn't that the thing? Like, we were like the bad guys in the other war. So they're like, yeah, we didn't save the day in this one.
1: Yeah, (laughs) we were trying to to stop communism. A a little different than trying to stop terrorism, but still trying to stop a noun. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yes. Man. It's pretty hard to be the good guys when you're committed to such an evil cause with such devotion.
0: Honestly, Bray, I was, stop, I was like trying to stop talking to see how long it was going to take you to get to that because this is a tough one today. This was a tough one, you know? It was a tough one, but you did it. You got there.
2: You did it. I just also generally agree with the statements. so.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, right, yeah. I was just, I was exactly, James, I was just talking about this, you know, because in history class you learn that the U.S. is the good guys, but it's like, are, are we the good guys? Or are we you don't just have to do it again? Though. praying to we ourselves get, get with devotion. You gotta, you
2: know,
0: thank, thank, you for doing that. But you, you know, praying to ourselves with devotion, James. Let's not break this down. We should just start. We, we <laughs> could just start the show. Okay. You know what I right? just don't know. If yeah, we like, could. Try I, I think much actually I it's like better to start the
1: show because that bit is dead, and you know I'm not doing the bit anymore. So it's better to just start the show right now. Let's just do that. Let's be committed to that.
0: All right. So you're not going to. You're not trying to like squeeze the word in one more time. You're like you're good. No, no. All right. I have a commitment to start the show right now. I all don't right, cool. like no. Cool. I don't no, like no, how adjacent
2: it? to the word you.
0: <laughs> I don't, no, do not like how
1: James near the word you're. Nope.
2: Your I conditions. have
1: I have lost nope. all no adoration no. for <laughs> <laughs> this bit.
0: Okay, great. Okay. Okay, cool. All right, okay. so, but Melissa adoration. Just
1: start the show. I just feel like the use of that term. Nope, James. <laughs> let's Melissa, just, please start the show. Like I'm studying up on the facts. Okay. God damn it! We're never like, starting. Yeah. All right, let's do it. Let's do it. So you're good for I'm us good. to start the show. I'm good for us to start the show. Did you guys ever do oh Bible my devotions?
2: Gosh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right, let's start the show. Jonathan Relock.
1: James the Third, John Milligan. Welcome to Black Men Can't Jump in Hollywood,
2: Hollywood City, Bama.
1: I married her.
2: Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. All right. That's that's it. the line that got me this time. That one. That that's was the line, the line that, got me. that got you. It did. <laughs> that was it was. was it was a moment out. of like. It was like a, a brief moment of like deep joy that he was experiencing.
0: I was like, I felt that. James. Sometimes, James, you're like. I can't pin you down, James. I can't. Right. I can't tell what's, what's gonna what's gonna tickle you. I can't tell what's gonna make you mad. Like I just have no grasp of what's gonna come. I have no idea. Well, that, that, I mean, that, that is just for me, it was something about it.
2: It was. It was his energy was very different on that line than any other line in the entire movie, and I was like, that sticks out. Yeah, I
1: I hear that. For those of you who are listening for the first time, this is a film review podcast. We review the films of leading black
0: actors,
1: okay? Tell them, Bray! In the context of race and diversity.
0: Did you forget forget for a second? I did a little bit.
1: (laughs) 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 We discuss it within the context of race and diversity in Hollywood. All right? Yeah. Three of us host this show. The voice that you are listening to now that sounds like a committed Navy pilot.
0: You sound like you host a game show. A lieutenant. You sound like that announcer from a game show. From the 70s. (laughs) What does he say, lieutenant, lieutenant, corporal? What is it? Like, no, yeah, no one's helping you with this. No, James. Not nah, nah. He got it. No, James. that
2: moment, Lieutenant Commander. He was like he Lieutenant was like, Commander. <laughs> was, I'm like, oh <laughs> shit. Okay,
0: <laughs> put, put some respect on it. Oh man, uh, that voice is Jonathan Braylock. This voice that just sounds like he's just trying to get through the day, you know, and just survive is that of Gerard Milligan. <laughs> And
2: this voice oh, is shit. James the Third.
0: Oh, oh! I actually think a cartoon
1: just ran into the studio. <laughs> Hold on! Wow!
0: Woo!
2: wow.
1: All hey, right, get out of here!
0: It's so like Woody Woodpecker came in this thing. All right, you gotta <laughs> stop this.
1: For those of you who are listening for the first time, welcome. Today we are reviewing the film Devotion. It came out in 2022. It is a, a war film. That stars our good man Jonathan Majors. I don't know why he's our good man, but I mean he he's is. been, been We've been
0: rocking with him since like before he was famous. So, since day you know. what? Since day what? Yeah, that's true. Since John. also Christina
1: Jackson. One. <laughs> yeah, since, since day one, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty true. And Glenn Powell from Top Gun Maverick, who's playing
0: Hangman. Hangman. Another man. pilot. <laughs> oh, Hang I didn't man. see him
1: in that. A Navy pilot.
2: Did you not see Maverick?
0: Hey man.
2: No, I haven't seen it yet.
0: It's good, right? Everybody loves it. I saw it in theaters. You know what it was? It was just it was Top just grossing movie of last year. Yeah. Well, right. They said they said Avatar beat it out in the last minute. Yeah. I was like, that's fucked up. I was how like, How the ugh. hell? That, how
1: did it Really? Do that? In the last like, weeks?
0: In in yeah, exactly. Dog, they said like, and it's, it was sucky because when I saw the report, I was like, ugh. But that
2: has to be worldwide yeah. only though fascinating oh, really. maybe, gra- yeah. maybe maybe Top Gun Maverick is one of the top grossing movies of all time and so is Avatar 2 which is it's infuriating that Avatar 1 and 2 both <laughs> you know what I mean it's just It's, it's just so disgusting
1: how much mo- money this movie makes internationally Oh my god it's made 1.2 billion dollars internationally already
0: the blue people that'll do it
1: but it's it's only made f- 517 domestic, but that's, that's just... all seen cause it we, yet?
0: Because we've seen Pocahontas. I know that story already. I don't need to see the sequel. Is this one Pocahontas? I don't know, but I know Pocahontas had a sequel and I ain't trying to see it. I ain't watching it. Did you all see that cartoon? Honestly, it sucks because I really do like James Cameron a lot. Like, I think he... I think him and Steven Spielberg, and I, we will get into Devotion, but I think they are really good at making blockbusters with an emotional core with their characters. Like, when I was a little kid, Arnold Schwarzenegger with the thumbs up and Terminator Two, as he was like going in the fire pit, I legitimately was sobbing, sobbing. <laughs> it's like they do that very well. I just haven't seen this one. I heard it's beautiful. I just haven't. I just haven't been to the movie theater. That's all. I just haven't seen it. I, I don't want to. I I will publicly say that I
2: don't want to see it. But I just everything that I've heard is telling me like it's gonna blow your mind. <laughs> but I don't. I don't want to see it. It took a thousand years. To see, and I wasn't super hot on the first one, and that's where I'm at. Just to publicly say, that's how I feel about Avatar. I respect
0: that. <laughs> Next, we see you in Avatar I Three as a
2: blue person. Haven't seen it. I listen. <laughs> I, again, I do think I watch it and enjoy it, but I don't want to. You know,
1: yeah. <laughs> does that I, make no. sense? Yeah, I don't really either, yeah. to be honest. It makes sense. not great. Avatar Two is currently number seven all time. Damn, world
0: worldwide that is. It hasn't been out for a Dubai. month. how Devotion do in theaters?
1: Definitely go- it's definitely going to pass up Spider-Man No Way Home, which is number six.
0: Damn, that's tough. I like that movie.
1: And then it'll probably pass up Infinity War as well. I don't know if it'll... It's definitely not going to... I don't think it... It's, it's never going to get to the first one, and I don't think it's going to touch Endgame, and I don't know if it'll pass Titanic either. But we'll see. We'll see if it beats out. Star Wars episode seven, which is number four, and Infinity Wars number five. Guys, Devotion made $21 million at the box office. I guess it's still in the box office, but you know, it's not really making.
2: What was it like a month or like a couple of weeks? How long was it just in theaters? It came out November
1: 23rd. <laughs> it's only been out, it's been out for a little over a month. It's already on streaming, which is how we watched it. It's on Paramount Plus. So, yeah, you know it's probably not going to make that much more money. Let's see. Wikipedia says it cost ninety
2: million dollars to make.
0: I mean, I mean, it looked 90. it looked good. It looked good, like
2: million. It did look really good. It looks great. If I'm being honest, that's not good. I don't think this is a bad box office. I just, why would you spend ninety million on this particular movie? Is well, my question. If this was, I
1: will say, if it was. You know, war films tend to do all right sometimes if they're and if this was if this is pushed as like a end of the year like war film that everyone needs to see, it could have done well. I don't I don't think it quite got there. I mean, the Rotten Tomatoes scores aren't bad; it's eighty one percent, Rotten Tomatoes ninety two percent audience score. But I feel like it didn't have one. The reason they keep making movies about World War Two is because audiences want to see movies about world war ii because we're primed to see them because that's the only war we talk about (laughs) exactly we were barely in world war one so that's why we, we don't see those movies as much we were the bad guys in the other wars like this
2: my thing about world war ii is we 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 dropped
0: those those bombs what? James yeah, James to we, save the James, day. James we save the day James, we save <laughs> the day, James We save the day, James, <laughs> Let me go make me a bunker
2: one day, the earth just gonna blow up, bro, let me get out, yeah, but until then,
1: <laughs> you'll have this podcast talking about movies like devotion. Shall we get into
0: initial thoughts <laughs> 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 I'll go first. I'll go first.
2: I historically am not a war movie fan. You know, anyone who has listened to this, to this podcast ever knows that, you know, these are not for me. And the reason they're not for me is I don't like seeing real people die. I lo- I'll love an X-Wing getting shot down, and I'll be like, oh, I'm, I feel sad for that person that was in the X-Wing. But in these movies, when that happens, you go, that was a real person. And then you have to like sit and deal with that (laughs) for however long the rest of the movie is. So when I saw the trailer, I was like surprised that there are like these moments of levity that they choose to highlight in the in the trailer, and I wasn't quite sure what we were getting into. I had a good time watching this movie. I I thought the movie looked like like Josh said looked beautiful. I really enjoyed the acting in it, and I found the storytelling moving. There were parts when and I like J.D. Dillard. I think we've, re- we've reviewed one of his movies on here already. And I thought he did a good job with this. There were, there were times towards the end when I was frustrated that we weren't focusing on Jonathan Majors and we were instead focusing on Glenn Powell. And we'll talk about them more specifically when we get there. But then when I, re- I realized later when they were showing like the end credits that like, oh, yeah, like his family's still alive and perhaps they They thought it would be insensitive to kind of show some of those moments. And this is based on a book, we should say. Oh, and it's based on a book. Okay, so there's that too. But that was, if anything, you know, that's one of my biggest criticisms of it. This movie talks about race and this man's experience with race kind of head, not kind of head on, head on in in a way that is uncomfortable and does at times feel like like, I don't want to, I don't want to see that, but as this is someone's <laughs> real experience, it's like, it's hard to like, it's hard for me to be like, oh, you know, like, to, it's hard for me to like note that or, you know, but like, but it is tough. It it was tough to live in some of that stuff, I thought. But yeah, but, but in general, like beautiful movie, well acted, the action sequences were, were exciting, like I remember f- the feeling of like, oh, what are they going to do at the halfway point because it's kind of slow in the in the beginning and then we're right at the halfway point we are s- deep in war <laughs> in a way that's like it's like, well, here we are, we're in war, you know, <laughs> and that was I don't know. I I liked that sequence and, you know, so that that's it. I'll talk about it more specifically as we as we get into the Nitty gritty.
1: I Famously, do like war movies. Most of them, I don't know why. I think the reason I like them is because of how, I guess, the stakes are at an all-time high, and there is a certain camaraderie. I don't know. It's like it's showing like what the human experiences p- pushed to the brink. But it also, every time I watch a war movie, I'm like, why do we ever go to war? This is horrible. And the reality is, there's like rarely ever like some sort of dictator trying to take over the world. We keep playing World War 2 like it's the only war that's been fought and it's not <laughs> as as a, per this movie. I feel like this movie was it it wasn't it's not very flashy. It's kind of a muted story. There is some really great acting in it. I did like the direction for the most part. I feel like the source material lends itself to a slower paced film and you know the the like climaxes of this movie are like good but not like not as epic as some war movies tend to be which is which is fine i think like i probably the thing the the thing that's tough about this movie is like in a weird way like what this story is, like real, if it's not just going to be a complete profile of like one person, which I don't think this movie was trying to be, it is ultimately just a story about this friendship between a black man and a white man. And I think that both the director, I'm sure maybe the screenwriter, and maybe even all the producers involved with this film, like, didn't want this movie to be Green Book. And they, like, and like at times it was, they were pretty, like, blatant about it of like almost to the end of like kind of almost like even like literally saying like, you don't need to be a savior like multiple times. Like you don't need to be a white savior, which is, which is great. That's I'm cool with that. That said, I think like, I feel like the development of the friendship suffered a little bit, you know, and it wasn't as focused on like there were good scenes, but like some, like a good amount of the movie is also just like, here, are all these pilots like getting ready to do this mission, you know, to to do these different missions, and therefore, I don't know. I, I the end didn't hit me as as much as maybe I wanted it to. I you know, I think it's like it was it was a good movie. I feel like who really stood out to me this actor who is from the Newsroom, I forgot his name.
0: Oh, the main dude, like the
1: what was it? the lieutenant commander? He was really good. Like the way that he just made his character, and it, like I it felt like. This is probably not like, or maybe it was a real person. Who knows? But like, I felt like the the screenwriter's way of like getting some of like, mo- or like a little bit of modern sensibilities out through this person. But like, like just the ways in which he's like, you know, like Korea. Like, if we don't, if we don't intervene, like communism will spread. So says our country. You know, like things like that. <laughs> like, he like just like gives these little quips that be like, whatever. We're just here to do our job. Like. I don't know if I believe in all this rah rah stuff, but like that's what we are. Like the most important thing is getting our people home. Like all this stuff. I really liked him, and he, I feel like, really provided a glue for it for the for the movie in this way. That was really nice. But yeah, at the end of the day, though, I, I don't know. There was nothing that like there was nothing like spectacular about the movie, and like nothing that really stood out in this way. That so I was like, while I didn't, I, I. Didn't hate it. I didn't love it either.
0: I get that. I just want
2: to say just echo something that you said, Bray, which was there was a thought where I felt like, oh, this is a little green booky. And then the movie immediately told me it wasn't green book. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. They were like, no, 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 it's not that. It's not that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's so funny. Everybody had that thought because midway watching this movie, I was like, is this an updated green book? Or does it not want a green be, be green book and is fighting against it? I was like, it was like. It had a lot of green book tendencies, but like, no, no, we're not doing it. But I'm like, but you kind of so close. Like, <laughs> you're so close to Green Bookie. I'm not gonna lie, man. Look, it's tough because this director is like a 24, I mean, 35-year-old black kid. Like, he's done like the fact that he got this movie, I think is like so great. You know, he did Slight, which we reviewed, and I think we all liked. Slight was I couldn't remember which one we we watched. And then and then and then, I do think the movie looks beautiful. Like I, I do think the story is kind of paint by numbers. Like I don't, I had to look it up. I was like, this movie starts and ends with Glenn Powell's character. But I also noticed that Glenn Powell produced it. I don't know if that matters. And I'm, I'm literally right now looking up my CNN article on, like the real story behind this, just the info on Jesse to feel more about it. But like, it's hard because even looking at this photo of Jesse that they end up taking. Like I, I think in the movie, you know, you see them take it in front of, for the, the Negro magazine or something like that. Time It's for Time. Oh, it's for Time magazine? Time, yeah. Time shows up and oh. they just start taking pictures of
2: the sky. And they keep trying to get him, you know, to tell the story of, like, the lone black pilot. And he's like, I'm not, you know, a, na- a naval aviator. And he's like, I'm not going to do that. I want to fly.
0: I'm here to fly. Yeah, and it's something interesting because it's like, sometimes I, I'm trying to read more about the real man because the way he was played in the movie was so stoic. And like, I, so, sometimes when I see like black men, I feel like people portray black men as like, we're extremes where I'm like, they almost feel like devoid of emotion until it's like sadness and they have no other, like, it's like, we're strong. We always got to be strong. And then there's like sadness. And I understand this guy was, was it the 50s? So so I get it. It was just, so I get it. 1950, what's the movie? Oh, 1950. Oh, great. So it's like, I just, I don't know. I just feel like there's levels. And I feel like we saw like one of him. It's hard because like, I thought like Jonathan Majors is, I really think is like going to be a legendary actor because he's so good. I do enjoy Glenn Powell. He was fun in Top Gun, but the movie was weird to me that it started with him and ended with him. I didn't necessarily like have fun like I I'm I am very curious cuz I don't remember the movie and I just watched it today.
1: I will say I feel like to your point about the character I both think and I have no idea, but my instinct is I both think that he probably played that character like very accurately of like who how this guy was in real life and also tough tough for a movie <laughs> you know what I mean like, t- like tough to have that kind of person in a movie because we get it but it's like it's a, it's hard for you to, it's hard for that to carry you through, through two hours
2: I mean we got like so that's also why like Bama I married her stood out to me because it was this one moment of him like being genuinely joyous and talking to like an old friend, so much, so much, there was a whole lot underneath that iceberg, you know, <laughs> of of that line that was really nice. But it's like, it's one of, that's the only moment
0: like that, you know? I mean, I think there's, to me, the thing about the movie that I think was maybe the most important line, and again, we have a lot of servicemen in my family and now getting to know them, I'm now as a grown man seeing and hearing them. Like my, my, uh, my uncle is 72 and now can openly talk about, like, the PTSD he had or has. And, like, you kind of can see, like, when sounds and certain things happen and, like, you know, that kind of stuff comes up. And it's something someone says in the movie about the forgotten soldiers. Like, there's always a war. And the people who fight the war, oftentimes, like, people forget because it's already a new war. And it's something about that kind of, like, summary that... I don't know if I wanted the movie to lean into more... it's hard because I don't think the directing or the acting is the issue. I feel like the script needed something. Hopefully in this podcast we like I'd be able to like figure out what it is, but it was like something cuz like the director clearly was good, the actors clearly were good, the you know what I'm saying the cinematographer was great, but just something needed to make it more exciting. And especially after coming off also I've seen Top Gun like twice now and like now seeing Top Gun I'm like fuck cuz you know again I know they had a different budget but like seeing these aerial things and seeing an actors' face, you know, is like it's just tough.
2: Also, different kinds of planes too. Like the like what you're going to be doing in in those planes versus what you're going to do in these like 1950 planes. That like one of the pilot's things is it's hard to even see when you when you pilot it. You know, it's going to look different than that. But but yeah, I, I know what you mean.
1: So this movie, I mean, technically, I guess this movie starts with. Jonathan Majors in that he's like wiping a plane and then we actually see like Glenn's character Lieutenant Tom Hudner so we see Hudner yeah he's like coming in they're in Rhode Island they're at a Navy base I guess Navy Air Base in Rhode Island he comes in into the locker room and he hears somebody talking to themselves and it's And the person saying, like, you ain't shit. You know, like, just bad-mouthing himself. He's like, what the heck? And Jesse Brown comes out and kind of plays it off. And so that starts, like, this thing of we see, like, he reveals that later on what he was doing, which is just saying all the bad things that
2: people have ever said to him in his life. And he just says that to himself in the mirror. He wrote them down in a book, and he said... It helps. I was like,
1: man, this guy. There's no way this helps. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes. Like, what? Like his trauma response was so, it's like, it's so the other way, <laughs> you know? Like, if, if only this guy could have had somebody, you know, helping, talking to him through this. Because, my goodness. Yeah, it's brutal. But, yeah,
1: it's like, very kind of very quickly we get into the people, like, introducing the the different pilots that are here. And they're all white. He's the only black one.
0: And he's an ensign. It feels like everybody's lieutenant, right? And he's an ensign. He was the first African-American pilot in the U.S. Navy history. In U.S. Navy history. All right, brother. All right.
2: Oh, yeah. Wow. Ensign is is like a second lieutenant. Like not... (laughs) which i guess is not
1: <laughs> it's <laughs> lower right yeah it's entry level here here's the thing here's the thing that's interesting about this movie is that this movie this movie doesn't start where i guess some of, a lot of these films maybe would start which is him making it into the navy like as a, a pilot like he tells us this stuff later on like this stuff about like they didn't think he could swim so they made him swim like over and over again and they, like put like rocks in his suits and they like try to then like push them under and like try to drown him but he made it and i couldn't help but think like shouldn't we have seen this like isn't that or flashbacks
2: to it? Like... i had the same thought and i wasn't sure you know i was like is it is it better for us to get the performance of like of him of him explaining this or and i and i couldn't decide but if y'all felt that then 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 i think we should have it's the same thing like that i was feeling later i think equivalent to what i was feeling later of them like not sticking with 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 jonathan majors during some of those ending moments it's like don't we want to build up this character a little bit more but it, but i don't know it feels like in thinking about that like not seeing that and thinking about not seeing some of the stuff we see later, it feels like out of respect for the family, you know, we don't we don't show these kind of darker,
0: kind of more traumatic moments. It's so tricky because I I while watching the movie, kind of had the thought like, oh, we should see that stuff. But I'm like, man, this is a black man in the 50s. Do we need to see this again? And it's hard because by the time we see him, like you know, his white comrades aren't like, hey fellow comrade like he's still black but they're like so much nicer to him and then i'm reading about him right now and the fact that like he used to be a prankster and was a well dancer and funny but then you hear about kind of what happened to him in college and it's it's a black man living in the 40s who's smart and i'm like this would have been another kind of like traumatic story like he had I mean, stuff with cops. Like some of the names, I guess, that he says in the movie, people called him and called him worse. So, so I think it may have been a, like a decision to be like, we can't show this type of pain.
1: Yes. So this is the interesting thing that maybe it's, it's this movie is a good like way to talk about because I know it's interesting because I feel like Jarrell, like when you were hearing that we were gonna do this film, you were like, I don't know, because it's like, oh, another movie about. A black man f- facing racism, and and then watching this film, I was like, I was like, yes, that's that element is there, but like they really didn't focus in on it that much, and so there's not a lot of like, like there's not a lot of those moments. Like he talks about them, and there's like a little bit, like there's a one,
2: there's like one guy in particular who's like the racist guy, you and- know. And the biggest way, the biggest way we see it repeated in the movie is his own words to himself in the mirror. <laughs> like, we don't see it from other people. We see that he carried it with him anyway. And so we we see it in these other ways. But like his lieutenant, like the, his su- superior
1: officer has res- clearly has respect for him. The other guys seem to for the most part, pretty much have respect for him, especially the other pilots. Like this guy, who's his friend, does, and like he calls his friend out a few times about stuff, which w- we'll get to. But like, it wasn't it wasn't heavy handed, and at the same time, I was like, there was a part. <laughs> Maybe this is too. Maybe I shouldn't say this. Anyway, there was a part of me that was like, what, like, what is. What, like, why do a film about a, this person if you don't want to show that stuff?
2: Yeah, I, I was, I was gonna say the same thing. Like, like it's not so much now. There are certainly other elements of this person's life that you can highlight, which they chose to do. But the, the I feel like the conversation around what we're showing on on screen, I think, has more to do with like, or. I would rather it have more to do with the stories that are being told rather than like, rather than like in this case, neutering a story. Like we feel like, like by the end of it, we sort of feel like, oh, why didn't we see his experiences? We had to sort of, we had to see him talk about his experiences, but we don't get to see as as a viewer, we don't like go on that journey in that same way. We 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 meet him at this very specific point in his journey. And so we don't see him we don't see the levels <laughs> because we've met him at this point. And so it it can it can feel detrimental. Now, granted, I I don't know. I I I wasn't sure if I wanted to see it or, or or not. And then after the fact, I feel like I understand why we didn't see some of this stuff. But but in g- my general feeling about this is like I feel like it should it's like if you're telling a story that has that in it, I think it sh- it should come down to it should come down to creatives whether or not they want to do that and they can if they choose to. And I think that in some cases, you know, we're going on a bigger journey if we, if we witness it, if we experience it, if we're there, you know, and then in general, tell more stories. That's how I feel about it. That's my, that's, that's how I feel about specifically that.
0: I mean, it's it's so tricky. I'm reading about him now. And like, this story is traumatic. It's like, this is, this is, this is rough. I mean, the stuff he says Like when he says it in the mirror, I'm still trying to see if he did that. But a lot of those were things that people say like constantly nonstop to him. Apparently, the black people on the ships did not gravitate towards him, or at least not until much later. Like apparently he would because apparently he was stoic, but a very jovial guy. And like they said, he would have breakdowns when he would come back home saying like, I ain't got nobody I can laugh with or even talk to. Well, he, but he, but he also wouldn't, right? Even if, even if the other black people on the ship,
2: you know, are, not, were, you know, we see them give him a, uh, give him a watch later, you know, but like, but they are not going to hang out, <laughs> you know, they, they can't, they're, they're different designations, they, you know, have different shit to do, so they're not even going to interact, you know, he is alone in this, in this sense.
0: Yeah, but it also says, like, they weren't accepting of him. It's one of those things where, like, I don't know how you do this movie successfully, because I think I'm kind of now leaning towards Bray, but also leaning towards a movie that (laughs) I'm not fond of, which is, like, showing that pain. But it's like, if you're going to do it, you got to do it. You know what I mean? And I think it's tough, because I think we live in a world where, you know, of course, this probably... People wanted this to be an Oscar play and, you know, things of that nature. And in order for a Black person to kind of get that or get those movies, it's probably going to be a period piece about us fighting racism. But I think the younger generation knows we got to do something different than that. And I think we're still figuring out how to tell those stories without being a Green Book, which is one of the worst movies ever made. Green Book is clearly one of the worst movies. (laughs) In case people forgot how bad Green Book was. But then, you know, but then it's like, yeah, do you do... But then you do like a till, which is like is very well acted, but so fucking traumatic. It's like, I don't know what we do. I don't know how to do this. So, so stuff till anymore, so you know? till
2: was still very I still never saw it. So still Till still was very traumatic, even though they were like, We're not gonna show any of the
0: They so they say they weren't, but the thing is, and Bray you let me know your fault. It's like I mean that story is very famous. I mean famous. they didn't show the, the actual murder. But you hear but they showed it. the
2: body. But you hear it though. So it's like Ooh, you hear it. And they still show the body at, like, the open casket.
0: No, bro, you remember, it's like, because you hear, like, you don't, we don't see what happens to him, but you hear him, like, screaming, and you, like, yeah, and then you see the body repeatedly, and I'm like, I know y'all said I wasn't going to show this, but, like, y'all low-key did it, but also you couldn't get away from it, because that's what the movie, you know what I'm saying? So it's, yeah, I, I understand
2: that the choice to show the body, because that's the whole thing. F- that was the whole thing, you know, like, like his mom was like, show the body, you know? And so like, I get that. But then like, but they were like, we're not going to show it, but then played the sounds. It's like, well, what do you, (laughs) what's that about? I mean, it's still such a
1: hard, it's a, it's a thing where, because like, a lot of Oscar type films, gravitate towards the past and like want to retell like stories from the past. And because like, u.s history is just filled with <laughs> blatant racism it's so hard to tell black stories without showing racism like it's either fake or you downplay it in a way that doesn't quite feel right or you really lean into it in a way that also is like i don't know if i want to see this so it's it's really tough like i i, I was watching this movie and i was like You know, and this guy, like, he is, like, the reason we're doing a story, the reason a movie was made about him, the reason there was a book about him is because he was the first. You know what I mean? He was the first Black pilot. And what does that mean? And if you are the first Black anything, that means you faced a hell of a lot of racism getting to that place because you were breaking down racial barriers and there were a bunch of people who didn't want to see that because it's like, that. that's the whole thing. So it's like, you can't really tell a story about the first black anybody without touching on that. And I guess like the only real way to try and do it. And I think, I guess this movie was trying to do it while also still being a war film was like, is like, Hey, like let's really try to lean into this guy's personal life. But then this guy, it was like, so the movie, we haven't really talked about like the scenes of the movie, but like, it's pretty simple. Like, it's like, we're at this naval base with these pilots. We see him go home to his wife and his wife and a daughter. And the marriage seems to be great. There's no, there are no problems within the marriage outside of, I guess, him having to leave to go to war. And so there's no conflict there. You know what I mean? Like there's no conflict at home for us to talk about. There's an internal conflict that's happening, but he's not processing that with anyone. And therefore, we can't process it as an audience, with him, because it's not a book, it's a movie. Then there's this friendship that's being built, but it's like so slow, and the movie, to me, was so much trying to not be Green Book, you know, that it was like, let's not... (laughs) They're like, let's not lean into this friendship too much, because we don't want this to just be about, like, a black man and a white man get along, and it's like, why can't we all get along kind of thing. So those conversations are few and far between. Like, the first...
0: But Bray, that like Because I'm reading about them right now. They were friends. Like, the thing is, I'm reading this. They were legitimately friends. So, like, even the stuff at the end and, like, them hanging out, like, apparently all that stuff was real. And I feel like it's tricky because we've seen so many of these manufactured movies and stories that when we finally had a true one, like, a true friendship, not even, like, a oh, you black, I got to understand, you a, a good man. They were friends from the get-go. You know what I mean? And it's like, we had it. But because Green Book, which is one of the worst movies ever made by Hollywood, happened, they were like, we can't do that again because this manufactured movie, Green Book, which again is the one of the worst movies ever made in Hollywood, but it, but it lied about a friendship between a white man and a black man, which is a lie. Or embell- embellished, no, it, embellished. No, 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 Bray. No, 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 Bray. They lied, Okay. Because the black man's family said this is a lie. He did not want any parts of this movie when he was alive, and then a group of white men, Braylock, was like, "We are gonna make the movie now." <laughs> yeah, the, the son of the son of the driver. Who knew Braylock? This is my thing, Bray. Could you imagine? Imagine, Bray. Imagine we're rich, we're famous. Like you know, you know, you're 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 getting older. Someone's like, "Hey." Remember when you used to work with, like, uh, Tito? And you're like, nah, man, me and Tito wasn't cool like that. We just had to deal with each other. They're like, hey, I want to make a movie about the friendship between you and Tito. And you're like, hey, nah, I'm not, we weren't friends. Then you pass away, and then the kids you've told repeatedly. You've told your family, you've told James, you told me, I don't rock with this nigga, and he makes a movie? Come on, man, that is a lie, damn it. That is a lie. And I'm saying, this movie sucks. Devotion, I feel like. Took the brunt of this fact, bro. I'm looking at it right now. Like, all that stuff, the little things with the hat, the scarf, like, apparently, all that is real, and we missed it. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, not missed it, but like. Well, you what know. about this then? Like,
2: I mean, it, cause it, cause it feels like, it also just sort of feels like, in general, a lot of what is happening on screen is like boiled down to like, it's, it's, it's does still boil down to like black versus white. Like, oh, when, when this happens to me, X, Y, and Z is going to happen, but when it happens to you, X, Y, and Z is going to happen. Like there was, there were a lot of those conversations, which I mean, I think of course that's probably going to come up in the ways that it that it that it does come up, given the given the timing and the situation. But it's like, but Green Book, their friendship was like try fried chicken, you know, like it was like these 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 things that like that just feel fake and and weird. Whereas like I don't know, like they. It's we, they could have infused the friendship without it becoming green booky, <laughs> you know the like the more. I I think that's true. I think that's true. That's true. Yeah.
0: I for me, what was hard was not
1: understanding where like how the friendship developed because it seemed like so like he gets assigned to be this guy's wingman right so there's kind of a sign to fly together they do this thing where he flies you know he's like hey we're going on a little detour and they like they like go like close to the water and he's like flying super close to these like boats and like houses and things like that in and in the lighthouse and like you know later on he's like what were you doing like what can you like not try to get us killed during just like a like a routine like you know, whatever scouting mission or whatever the heck it was called. And he was like, he was like, no, I'm trying to find out about you. Like, you know, a lot, you get, you learn a lot more about somebody, you know, when things aren't going according to plan and this and that. So it was like, that was like an interesting thing. But then, like, it felt like the white guy was trying to be the black guy. It felt like, you know, like Hudner was trying to be Jesse Brown's fa- friend and Jesse Brown was like, whatever. You know what I mean? Like, I don't really care. Like, you're just somebody I work with, you know? And then he, like, does bring him over to his house, and, like, that's supposed to be a big deal, which I get. But, like, we don't... I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't see the... I didn't see the moment where it felt like, man, these two are really good friends.
0: Because you know what it would have been, Bray? And I think it would have been very interesting because it almost... Midway through, when I was like, oh, this is about to be another Green Book, then I was like, oh, no, it's going to be, like, reverse Green Book, where, like, the black guy who's been in the squadron, there's a new white boy he doesn't trust the white boy. And now all of a sudden, like the, now I'm like, now the white boy has to prove that like he's trustworthy and like then they become friends. But I thought it was going to be more like, because you're right, we didn't get the montages of like, oh man. And I guess they probably would have had to embellish something. And from what I'm reading, this is pretty true to story, but like you would have had to have a moment of the white guy like really helping Jesse out. And it's like, okay, you all cool. But like we didn't get any of those moments. He just, Literally, it goes from, hey, do you want a beer? And he's like, I'm pretty sure he has other things to do. Maybe it's another scene. Then the very next scene, you want to come in? And I'm like, wait, what happened? Like, it was less than 10 minutes. I was like, we didn't see a montage. Nothing happened. I think the only difference was, no. Yeah, the only difference was Jesse was able to land the plane. and And then after that was the next scene. No, no, no. That was before. I don't know how they became friends. Like, the thing is, I genuinely do not know how they became friends. And it sucks because I do think this and I was don't real. Know, we
1: I don't know why their friendship was... It didn't... I didn't see how their friendship was that much closer to him and anybody else outside of the fact that they had to fly together and I guess they were sleeping in the same bunks together at a certain point. And then by the time we get to the actual mission where they're in... Oh, well, I guess before that happens... Somebody else, because because the the wife was like he's only she's he's only invited one other person to the to the house, you and this other guy, and
0: I think that's the guy who winds up dying. Right? It was the, it was his other wingman. I think he said right. I thought that was the other wingman he had. I could be wrong. I, I could be wrong, but I think that's the other wingman.
1: Okay, I thought it was because there was a there was another pilot who winds up crashing just just trying to land the plane on the on the battleship, and he. Like was like too low, too low, and then he like tried to pull up at the end, but he pulled up oh, too quickly, yeah. and so then he wound up crashing.
0: <laughs> oh, man, I felt so bad. I was—he's like circled back, but I didn't know that guy. Did we talk? Did he talk much? I was like, I don't remember talking to that guy at all. He, wasn't he was like, I was trying to teach him how to like, like not follow yes. the rules. Like, I don't remember not y'all listen, talking. Not always follow the rules.
1: Well, I don't think we saw him say that. I think he—he's telling us like. That's why he got upset because he was like if he if we just follow the rules, you'll stay alive, and he's like, that's not true, and then that's when he tells him, like about all the stuff that happened to him when he was trying to when he was trying to become a pilot. That was a cool scene. I guess I was just like, I just you know what it really is as simple as like I feel like I just missed the scene where they're both having so much fun together and just you know really seeing that friendship like blossom so that we so that we understood the, because by the time I think some of those other scenes happened, there was a level of like familiarity that Glenn's character had, which I think was appropriate, but it's just that we didn't see why he had that sort of familiarity. And therefore, when he got checked, it just felt like, yeah, he's been checking you this whole time kind of thing. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah, yeah. It definitely felt that way. Also, for me, too, with like when he, when the report, is insubordination I was like well yeah (laughs) you you just flew you (laughs) it felt like it should have been insubordination instead of I instead of I guess like like he had his back which I which which I imagine in a different rendering of that it might feel like
1: like they were best friends you know what I mean like like if one of us would did that to each other you'd be like what the hell you know why would you do that but it didn't feel that way because it didn't feel like they were best friends. It felt like he was still at an arm's distance from him. And so it was like he was like, Look, I'm trying to be I'm friendly to you, but like you dis- you disobeyed a direct order. You know, I literally, when it killed, happened, like,
2: I was like, Well, I hope he gets reprimanded for this. <laughs> that was my that was my thought while it was happening. I was like, Well, I I certainly hope he gets reprimanded. <laughs> And then I no, and then I was thankful, and then I was thankful that it was in the report. And then they made a bit, and then the scene was like, "Why was that in the report?" And I was like, "Well, I can't get on board with
0: this." Yo, what a snitch! No, oh, James, James, like no, James, James would have sold us well, out. I brain. hope he gets reprimanded. He would have <laughs> sold us really, out. I tr- cause, and this is this might be the the
2: me not liking war and war movies in me but it was like when they when it was like oh these guns are too much let's get out of here I was like wow they're just gonna leave thank goodness and then he was like I'm going back in I was like how dare you (laughs)
0: you're going back in (laughs)
2: Uh, anyway can't believe it
0: couldn't believe it man it's wild I don't know what to say about this movie it's like I just feel like we missed I just feel like we missed a movie
1: at the end of the day we only get like two fight sequences this one and then the one at the end.
0: But but you know what's so interesting, though, Bray, which is fascinating, is that, yes, it, I'm I'm about to compare this to another movie, but, but if you watch Top Gun, it's only one true scene. You know what I mean? And Top Gun, it's like, but it still manages to be, like, freaking intense. And I'm like, I'm watching this movie, and to me, it was one of those things where, like, what was the most important thing? Was it the friendship? Was it... Was it focusing on Jesse? Because the movie felt like it didn't even want to focus that much on Jesse and, like, really understanding his mindset or who he was. Or was it about, like, the war? Like, it just felt like there were so many things it could have been about, but it didn't pick. So we kind of loosely touched on everything. But I feel like, you know, but I feel like, again, like, thinking about a good biopic is, like, I feel like we have to learn something new about our subject. And, again, like, I, like, I hadn't heard of Jesse, but even watching this movie, I felt like I didn't learn too much more about his inner workings. I, I felt like reading this article, I feel like I learned more about him about the fact that he was funny. The fact that, you know, I feel like those are things that I didn't get to see, which sucks, but I think that humanizes him. But most importantly, I think it humanizes like black men <laughs> because I feel like we're always like, hey, hey, I don't need none of y'all. I'm a sh-. Like, I just feel like we're always tough. And like to hear that this guy was vulnerable and like, had a sense of humor, but also was dealing with the fact that black people didn't accept him, dealing with the fact that like he was a guy here who started to get kind of accepted, but it was a long road to get accepted. And the fact that the way he passed away is very true to the movie, but it's like, that man like froze to death. You know what I'm saying? Like, and not saying we needed to see it, but this man who became a legend, we just moved away from at one point. Like, we just we didn't cut back to him at any point. We didn't have like, a, like, not if you didn't want to show him, but we didn't cut back to like the ship. I mean, his plane, like, it just felt like we, if like we were watching someone look at a subject that we weren't allowed to get close to, Is what it felt like to be yeah. the whole movie.
2: And I, and I, I will use uh, the perfect storm as an, as an example of like, I think, I think, uh, I also think it's like sort of the wrong way to go with this, but like the perfect storm ends with, like at the end of the Perfect Storm, Mark Wahlberg's character and spoiler for anyone who hasn't seen it, and George Clooney's character, both they have, like, we, you know, we see their final moments, and then we like see it ends with like Mark Wahlberg like swimming, <laughs> like and he like has like a an inner monologue discussion with his with his you know saying goodbye to his to his wife, and then he and he also dies, and so and you 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 have this realization that like. The whole last, like from the time radio contact is, is out to like, to when we see them both die, Like all of that is just the imagination of the, of the writers and, 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 and what have you. And so it, it, at least for me, leaves me with a weird taste in my mouth of like, well, what really was that? What was I watching? Like, why did I see any of that? And then in this case, you know, the story that we do know is the experience of the two pilots that circled him you know, and from when, from when uh, Glenn Powell's character lands and runs to him, that's the story that we know. But in watching the movie, you're like, well, I want to see him in the, (laughs) like, you're like, I want to see him in the cockpit. I want to, I want to see what's going on. It's, (laughs) you know, and, and, and so, and, and in both instances, I'm, I'm, you know, perfect storm where they're just like, let's show everything that you that that no one knows what happened, and then in this where they didn't show any of that, they just showed what we know. In both, I, you're left feeling a little uns un, unsatisfied. Well, but, you
1: were left feeling unsatisfied, but I feel like perfect storm is a popular film that did very well.
2: No, perfect storm did perfect storm did a great job. Perfect storm, uh, yeah. But I just mean no one else thinks that that's <laughs> no one else thinks that that monologue from Mark Wahlberg floating in the the ocean is weird
1: i never i didn't see the movie but i will say this i do feel like when you're doing these based on a true story movies you're going to embellish the story and if you're not then don't do it just do a documentary like otherwise there's no point (laughs) like there's no truly there's no point of 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 faking a film you know, if all you want to do is stick exactly to the facts of everything that we know how it happened objectively, because if that's all you want to do, do a documentary, you
2: know, like, but if you don't have films, of, but if you don't have films of the planes, you know, if you don't have
0: filming, of, you don't have that Dude, animation, you- I don't know. I just feel like, I just feel <laughs> like it was just tricky because yeah, man, it was, <laughs> I don't know what to say. It was like, yeah, it was almost, this was almost too true. You know, it was almost like too honest. And I was like, yo, I need you to lie to me a little bit. Like, was there like one time they just got into like a crazy bar fight and beat the shit out of people and like high fived afterwards? Like, I don't know. Well, there was a bar fight. Break, but that was at the end, man. And then at the end, when that bar fight happened. That's the funny thing. It was, yeah. like, it was at the end of the movie. Then it was like, and then that, and then that bar fight made me mad because I was like, man, they're going to set it up where he going to be the one that come save one of these white boys. And sure enough, when they look up, the hero they see is the one black pilot. And I'm like, man. Yeah. I was like, all man, right. I don't know if I needed that. I don't know if I, I did I like, it either. I did
2: like the conceit, the, the Navy pilots being there, and that emboldening, I guess, Army, right? <laughs> it was the, on, on the ground. You know, to like to move. I did. I thought that was really cool. I don't know if I needed the moment of acknowledging that the black pilot is in the air, but I did like like that instance. I thought that was. I thought that was like that was moving. Yeah, I don't know
1: if it felt a little forced for them to be like, "We got a black pilot." I'm like, you you were paying attention so closely to that pilot when you're in the middle of a
0: of battle. Hey, man, bullets are fine. Bullets are flying, but he was like, "That looked like a Negro up in that plane." Yeah, it's, it felt like a it felt like a line for the trailer.
1: Like it didn't feel like it fit in the in the actual movie. You know what I mean?
0: That scene Bray reminded me of Sam Jackson from Django Unchained <laughs> <laughs> when Django when Django comes riding up on the horse and Sam was like, "Who is this nigga on that?" I felt because the thing is when they sold him in the first off that cockpit is so small, bro. The cop is so small. He looks over and looks at him, and all of a sudden, the white man's eyes get so big, and he's like, <gasps> Another white man has to be like, Step out of it. We got to get the, we got to go forward. And I'm like, Bro, what in the hell was this moment? What was that? Then that moment was Green Bookie. That was a green well, Bookie I, moment.
2: But I do, I'll say that I do feel like a lot of mom, that, like, there's moments like that. I think there are a couple more, but like, where it is like, it feels a little hokey to a to, to an extent, but it is a moment of like honoring, like tr- or at least tr- tr- trying to honor Jesse in that way of like that, like <laughs> they see it. They're bewildered and they're also empowered, you know. <laughs> like that's what happens in that in that moment, and it feels like the movie trying to honor that or 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 pay respect in in that specific way.
1: Do you think they were inspired by the black? pilot like actually people on the ground
2: i think that that's what i think that's what we're supposed to you know get from that you know that like that they that they see that he's there and they're fighting alongside him i i think <laughs> why else is it listen we're in the last 25 minutes of the movie at I,
1: that the, the other reason it would be in it is for exactly what Gerard said which is a little green booky like a little like Well, not even, I mean, I don't know if it's, it's just like, like, hey, was this racist person and that racist person realized that this black person they were making fun of just like helped save their lives, you know? And so now they're looking at black people differently.
2: But why does the guy say the line? Because the guy saw it, like, we could have just seen the guy see it.
1: (laughs) Yeah, why did he say the line? We got a black pilot. I think the guy
2: said the line for the other.
1: (laughs) That's what I said. I think they said it for the trailer. There's not a lot of action in the film. There's a whole bit with Elizabeth Taylor. That was a fun thing where he, like, speaks
0: French. That actress looked familiar to me. Who is she?
2: Serinda Swan. Oh, I was mad that they, at least my version of it, didn't have French subtitles. So, so then I couldn't believe that there wasn't a, like, moment of, like, you know, what'd you say to him? <laughs> for those of us, for, for, for us non-French speaking people,
0: yeah, I do wish that they put some subtitles. Why is it called devotion? That is a great question because they they were devoted to the job. It was like,
1: was it devotion to each other or was it devotion to the yeah, to the to the military or was it devotion to his wife?
2: I think it might actually be all of those things you just said.
1: So, I mean, it is based off a book apparently called Devotion, an epic story of heroism, friendship, and sacrifice.
0: But yeah, but still, what is the devotion part though? What's the sacrifice part? His life, Bray. He sacrificed his life. Right. He
1: sacrificed his life. I mean, he didn't, he wasn't trying to sacrifice his life, but I guess he did.
2: I mean, but you
0: but you do make that sacrifice if you die at war. Yeah. You know, and that's what he did. You know what I mean? That's what he did. And he died. I, I mean, I'm kind of happy we didn't watch it, but I'm also like, fuck, did we need to see? I don't know. I, I'm very torn by but
2: because this is yet another one of those examples of, like, me being like, I probably would have never seen this movie because it's a, a war film and those aren't my jam, but I found a lot of it moving and I thought it looked really good and, and stuff like that. And so I am glad that I watched it. I'm also glad that it was made, like, I'm glad a movie was made about this guy had the first naval the first naval air pilot, office what what was his title first naval aviator yeah you know
0: i mean yeah that's cool i, I just I, I i'm i'm torn when it comes to these movies i just don't know what like because again like bray's right i think we needed to see some of the i hate to say it but like some of the things he bent he went through and I'm. Um, I know we needed to see it, but I'm like, oh, I'm tired of seeing it. But also I'm like, you need this story kind of out there so we can learn about him because I didn't even know about him. And I'm just like, oh, it's exhausting. I don't
1: know what the book was about. This is probably, this is an unfair statement. I I wish I just got a, a, an actual biopic of this guy. I feel like then it's this. it just has more of a through line because now I'm just seeing like, how did this guy become the first Instead, I don't really know what the story was about. You know what I mean? Because it wasn't a biopic, and it wasn't about the Korean War. We like barely learn anything about the Korean. War. Like the movie starts. The movie starts with a crawl. You know, like tight. Ty- like it starts with like text that says, "Like the Korean War, the Forgotten War." Like it talks about the Korean War as a forgotten war, but then like we never learn about the war really in the movie it doesn't fully feel about th- i think the friendship is probably the main thing of the movie and yet it wasn't always there you know so it was it was a bit it was a bit strange i felt like you know when you eat like some pop you eat a bunch of popcorn like you're hungry and then you eat a bunch of popcorn and then like oh no movie theater popcorn <laughs> you're kind
0: of like movie theater popcorn, movie theater, popcorn? <laughs> movie theater, popcorn? Ooh, okay,
1: i love that but like not that much butter on it. You know what I mean? I don't like, like
2: these popcorn analogies. Mm-hmm. That no, you no, keep going, bro. And you like eat it <laughs> and you're like
1: you're like, okay, like I ate like I was hungry and I ate this and it like satisfied me a little, but I'm actually like still hungry, but I'm also full of popcorn. I don't really want to eat. I don't really know. I don't I don't know where I went wrong, but it doesn't feel right.
0: Mm. Yeah, listen. Well, I like that. Yeah. I know what you're talking about, brother. I know what you're talking about.
1: It's like maybe I should have just, you know. Should, I should have maybe I should have just doubled down and just got all the butter slash slab of it you know I already
0: got the popcorn like Cause, cause why didn't I just put the butter on you know that's true you know I'm not I mean? a, I'm not actually I'm you're not like a to, butter person yeah I don't do the butter oh you're not a butter I don't I'm do the butter I'm not gonna participate in this <laughs> James I, I do a little salt but also I used to work in a movie theater so I I I don't like the salt they give the, the 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 customers. I want the I want the movie theater salt that you see when they put it on the kernels because that's the shit that give you the the shakes that fucking sodium shake. I need that, right? What I need you that. need
2: to do, what you need to do is take a, like a bunch of crunch or a, a peanut M Ms, you know, and you cascade that through the you cascade that through the bag. Then you also toss some sour patch kids in there. So you get the you get the you know, you get the sweet, you get the sour, you get the chocolatey, you know, you know, and you, yeah, and you get the salt. It's a good mixture. That's what you. That's what you gotta do. That's the that that actually explains movies that I like. in, a, in
0: a <laughs> that's <laughs> James was like, I want to stay away from this analogy, and he described like I like my popcorn with a little bit of everything, and we're like, yeah, that makes. Ooh. Interesting. I,
2: like, so, like I said, I'm not participating in compare. But you have, you're in it now. You've
0: literally like are a, a part party. of it.
2: I I think that this movie actually is is the kind of the like standard kind of popcorn. You know, it's like very traditional. You know, it's it's also it's also like packed. They did the thing where they put the popcorn in, you know, and you didn't add you I, to me. I don't think you added the butter. You didn't add the butter, but they they put the popcorn in and then they and then they. They took the thing and they pushed it down so it's stuff. And then they were like, you know what? And here's a little bit more on top. And they just gave you just like a little bit on top. And some stuff was falling off. Oh my God. Some stuff was falling off, but you still got like a packed uh, bag of popcorn.
0: You know what I'm saying? You know what? I yeah, think, I of think standard, done, of standard popcorn. I think we've done it. I think we've done it. You know, I think we talked about the movie and, and popcorn. <laughs> Did you like the uh, speech that the wife gave to
2: him at the end? I thought that that moment was very interesting. I thought it was a very interesting moment because, I mean, I imagine that it is heavily inspired by what happened. Like, she was so not trying to hear him, you know? She, like, didn't... She, you know, wasn't trying to deal with his mess. I would be genuinely shocked if this is
1: what she actually said to him. (laughs) It it felt very much like... A, a screenwriter saying it because she basically he's like I'm sorry I couldn't save him and she was like I never asked you to save him I asked you to be with him and you were there.
0: Tenix, she said protect him. That's what she said. If we want to roll the tape back, she said I need you to I'm. wait. She said you
2: she were there said, to be with him
0: and protect him. No, no, no. Wait, Earlier in the you movie, you mean what she said in the beginning? Yeah. yeah and, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And remember she was like when he leaves. I, I can't protect him. You know what I'm saying?
1: And I'm like, Yeah, I need you to I need you to protect him. Save, save and protect though
0: are different. Uh, yeah, yeah. Be with is different. <laughs> yeah, uh,
1: yeah, but okay. But he it felt <laughs> like he was a little closer to what she meant than what she was trying to say that she said at the end. I was like, you ain't just say be with him.
2: But in the end, she was being nice, was being nice to him. She was trying to make him feel better.
1: I know she was so composed. I was like, I get it. And that was, it was time and pass. But apparently they're the friend the family is still friends, which is
0: cool. Yeah, because they were, and what sucks, Bray, as I said it again, is like this movie, this movie is what Green Book lied to become. It's like these people were friends. They were black and white. They were during a time. Like, for instance, if he would have lived, he would have been, the white man would have been at his house for Thanksgiving or Christmas. What was it Christmas? He would have been there for Christmas. Okay. He'd have been there. Green Book, they didn't do no Christmases together. That shit was fake. It was a lie. It was a goddamn. <laughs> I'm sorry. That movie's so bad. Not bad. Not worse than Crash, but anyway. Let me stop Crash. Whoa. I don't like Crash. Whoa, why are you coming for Crash? <laughs> I watched Crash recently, and what? I was like, I don't like how black people came. I don't like this. I knew I didn't like it when I was younger, but as an adult, I'm like, now I know. Because me and a bunch of my black friends saw it, and we were young, and everybody came out of that movie feeling weird. And I'm like, let me watch it again. Because of Ter- because of Terrence, it's a, not. It's not really because it's like the way they handle Terrence, the way they handle like ludicrous. Like it's just like it's. Uh, anyway, anyway, I'm not going. I'm not. Let me stop crapping on movies. I'm trying to work for these people, except for Green Book is a. Green Book is a terrible movie. So I'm okay with that. If I met them, I'd be like, y'all should stop doing, y'all need to say sorry. I think that's okay to say to them. You should say sorry to everybody. Melt the the Oscar down to make it into a gold chain and like. I have never had fried (laughs) chicken. He had his pickies in the air. His pickies were in the air.
2: Right. <laughs> like, it's my favorite impression that I can never do, you know?
0: <laughs> oh, poor Mahershala. When Mahershala showed up, you can tell, he showed up with a beanie. That's how you know he will not be there. He was like, yeah, I'm sorry, y'all. Like, I saw it in his face. Anyway, so we talked about this movie. What's next, Bray? Oh, time
1: for the cause. I don't know. You guys have nothing else to say.
0: I got, I got nothing. Steele could have done nothing. Ain't that right, James? Steele would have been like... Pfft, Y'all trying to go play back? I don't do the Shaq
2: bit anymore. Dra.
0: Oh. I haven't done it in a year. Oh, wow. That's
2: crazy. That's crazy. Is that how long I haven't done it? No, probably. I don't actually know if that's
0: true. I'm saying, if Shaq would have shown up, he would have been like, hey, we should all be friends and play a pickup game. But he wasn't in this movie, so we couldn't see that friendship scene. So that's all I'm saying. If I were to talk to Hollywood right now, James, I might say something like, I might say something like, really, it's time
2: to just get the priorities straight. You know, if you are trying to figure out what types of stories you want to tell, just make sure you are doing your best to fully honor the people that you're telling the stories about.
0: Hey, hey, you're doing this too well. I don't like it. You're doing it too (laughs) well. I don't like it. John, just go ahead and do the calls, please. James, no. No, what James. What becomes more problematic no, James- is omitting right. detail from where We're black man can't jump. We need review movies. What <laughs> Wait, what? Oh, the concept is on the basis of race? <laughs> but it's just going to the beginning? How does it work? How do you just set it up? game, reset? What do you say? All
1: right, hold on. No, it's time for the cause. We rate films not based on how much we like it, but whether or not it helped the cause of more leading black actors in Hollywood. If we feel like a film fully helped the cause, we give it a black fist. It somewhat helped the cause. We give it a white palm if we feel like it didn't help the cause at all. We don't give it anything. So on the count of three, we'll raise our uh, ratings for
0: the film Devotion. Damn! Ooh. Okay. Not based on if we like it. One. Uh, two.
1: Uh, three. Okay.
2: I can't see James's video anymore. What is? It? Oh, it's I'm giving a fist, but I almost gave it a palm like you did, bring.
1: Okay, well, two black fists and one white palm for me.
0: Would you give it would you give it a white palm for Bray Bray?
1: Well, I gave it a white palm. I give it a white palm because one, I think this movie ultimately financially seems like it failed. I think that Jonathan Majors has kind of already cemented himself in the leading actor category. I know he hasn't done too many films as the lead yet, but he did a bigger one with The Harder They Fall, that I think did more for him than, than this film did. There weren't a lot of other Black actors in this movie. There were, whereas the wife, of course, played by Christina Jackson, but I don't know. Her role was not big enough to for me to think that there's going to be a lot that comes out of it. And the other roles were very small. So,
2: you know, I gave
1: it a palm. But it's cool you guys gave it a fist. I get that.
2: Yeah, I almost gave it a palm for the for the financial aspect of it to... Bray, But then at the end of the day, I was thinking like, you know, Majors has not done a lot of a lot of leading roles. And so early enough in his career, seeing him, you know, in a in a in a role like this is important. Like he needs to we need to see him in a variety of different roles so that people can go that's the household name Jonathan Majors you know and so that's why that's why I chose to give it a, a fist but but the but the fact that it's not making the money is tough you know for what we for what we do with the cause
0: yeah i mean i gave it a yeah i gave it a fist for the same reason James did it's like i feel like Jonathan his first starring role like as the lead was with harder they fall but that was more like an ensemble to be honest so this was nice to see him as a lead even though it was a co-lead, I want to say, with Glenn Powell. But anyway, he's also the last black man in San Francisco. Well, yeah, but he was, but he was like, is he the last black man or is the he other the second? Dude,
2: the other dude was the last. The one. other dude was the last the the other black one was man. Last. He's the other black man. He leaves then, and then, and then the last black man is the other dude.
0: And technically, it was a couple other black men in San Francisco. Remember, they kept seeing a bunch of them, and like, <laughs> so technically, it was, a, it was a lot of black men in San Francisco. So. Interesting. But anyway, yeah, I gave it to that. Also, I just genuinely like Jonathan Majors. I like I have I've probably bored James with this before, but like always watches like TikToks talking about like acting and stuff, and it sounds so like wonderfully artistic. So I just I don't know. I just like that dude. So gave it a fist. Is there anything happy coming out? Like, is there like, uh, what, else, what, what black movies coming out? Anything? Can we do Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumanium he, because he's in this? He may not be. We, if he's big, I don't know if he's big. Oh, there's a movie that comes out Friday that you guys can review, but I can't review because I'm scared. House Party comes out this week, but I'm scared because I got friends in the movie. It's coming out in theaters too. I will
2: openly say I was looking forward to House Party, and then I saw the trailer, and now I'm I have questions. <laughs> and I and I can say that the reason I have questions is because there's something about that first house party that feels very. Now I could just be old, which I think is also fine to say too, but like, but that just feels very like. This is the experience right now. This is us right now, and this feels like reaching, if that makes sense. Like they're like they're, yeah. yeah. Does that make sense? No, it, it, it does. It does no, it makes you know a what? lot of sense. Yeah. yeah, I think that's. I think that's true.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I think the original house party is about like a, a like a crazy wild house party that could happen, and this is like about like that doesn't happen to anybody who's not a TikTok. Trust, star. I'm not gonna say anything. <laughs>
2: I I feel fine saying that just because it's not really.
1: <laughs> it feels more like um. Remember that movie? Nope. Up with the yeah, I ain't doing this to be. Just like it was like a huge part, like Project X. Yeah.
0: Yeah, but that was like, but Project X was a house, though. This is like LeBron. This is my thing. The reason I ain't gonna review it. We reviewed a movie with some of our friends in it, and I ran into them over the holiday break, and it was a really weird, tense time, and I couldn't tell if they knew how I talked about the movie or not, and so. I'm I'm they, not no no they didn't bruh it was weird man it was weird I promise you it was weird because was so you know weird. that
2: you were openly talking about them on the podcast
0: and you didn't know what to say to them. That was know, the weirdness. No, because you know when you see somebody the amount of energy you normally get, I was like, this energy was different, man. I was like, I oh, don't know. You might know, or I might got paranoid, but listen, y'all should review it. I'm not gonna review it. I'll I'll review it. I don't
2: mind talking about house party.
0: You know what? I I want to see it. I want to see it. And then depending on how I feel is when I would talk. Oh, wait. We got to promote our show. Our show at UCBLA is Sunday, February the 5th at 7 p.m. My sister's birthday. Oh, snap.
1: All right. Thank you so much for listening. You can follow us at Black Men Podcast on Twitter and Instagram, blackmenpodcast.com is our website. There you can find links to merchandise. You can find links to a Patreon that we don't do new episodes on anymore, but hey, we're considering doing thing that I won't say yet. Subscribe $5 a month, listen to a year's worth of episodes, unsubscribe whenever you like. You can also find a link to the ticket sales for our show. If you rate and review us on iTunes and give us five stars, we'll read your review on the air. We don't have a new one for 2023.
2: God. Come on, wow. 2023.
1: You can follow me at John Braylock, Twitter, and Instagram. I guess Grownish is coming back. I wrote on the, the second half of season five. So watch Grownish.
2: Grownish. Uh, you can follow me at James Third Comedy on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Third is 3RD. I have a Kickstarter going on right now, it's happening through February 5th for my comic book book called Junior. It was fully funded in two weeks, baby. So it is funded, but you can still get your copy by donating, you know, by donating whenever you, whenever you know, whenever you can. Or just if you, you know, if you don't want to get a comment because you're like, I'm not trying to read something, you can just give me some money to make stuff. <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> and, <laughs> and you can listen to my show, Corrupted Files, on the AMP app. It is every Friday at 6.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. This week coming up, I believe I will have Vanessa Lee Chester on the show. She was in the Lost World Jurassic Park and also what? the Black Harriet,
0: the. The black girl? The black girl from Jurassic Park remember when two, she? Remember when she did it, that it, gymnastic kick and, like, kicked that velociraptor? I certainly do.
2: I certainly
0: do. I wrote a short film about it. Oh, man. <laughs> James is like, I'm about to write a short for all the IP that I love, and I respect I, it. I respect it. <laughs> It'll never get made. Anyway, that's it. we piggyback off of that. Hey, if you will be in Park City... Our short film screens at Treasure Inn on January 20th at 1.15 and January 23rd. And we just found out if you're in L.A., I have dates soon, but our short also will be in the Pan-African Film Festival, which will be February 9th through the 20th. So look out for those dates, too, if you're in L.A. or you're in Park City. Come hang out. All right. We'll see you next week. Peace. Forever
2: Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production produced by Melissa D. Bontz. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Silio, and Alex Ramsey.